This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Our next guest was recently seen playing baseball on television. Only it wasn't on ESPN. It was on C-SPAN. Uh, I went and tried to watch some of the game, but uh, as is often the case with C-SPAN, you know, my intent, my desire to watch the, our government fu- uh, function sometimes wears out after a few minutes of just the uh, the daily grind. And then it's, it's kind of true in baseball, too. So maybe that's why uh, our congressman play a baseball game here to discuss that game, some other sports topics and just ask him about his job. He is the U.S. congressman representing North Carolina's 13th district, covering parts of Wake, Johnson, Wayne and Hardick counties. Uh, you can check out his website, nickel.house.gov. Follow him on Instagram at Rep Wiley Nickel. On Twitter at Wiley Nickel, he is. Wiley Nickel, welcome to the program, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to, to join you here today, Hayes. Um, thanks so much for the time. And, yes, tell me about the uh, the baseball game. Do you have to be invited? Are there tryouts? How did you get involved? Or did you just sign up and they say you're on the team? Well, yeah, no, I mean, you know, everyone wants to play, pretty much plays in some way. Um, but we have been playing Democrats against Republicans in the U.S. Congress since 1909. That's how long this game has been going. So it's, it's an amazing tradition. We raised over $2 million for local charities in D.C., and we had somewhere just under 30,000 people show up at, at uh, the uh, Nats Field. So, I mean, it was it was a, an amazing night. Uh, and did I didn't get to, like I said, I tried to watch some of it. I couldn't bring myself to watch an exhibition baseball game. I've, tr- I've trouble. I, I was – did PA for minor league baseball, and it still uh, is too long for me to sit through games. Although now they're speeding up the games. Um, I saw that the Democrats took the L. Uh, how did you do personally? Or did you did you get to get play in the game? Yeah, I played. You know, I, I got behind in the pitch count, and struck out. So it was, tough. it was not the bet, most productive at bat. But uh, we're we're you know we got a lot closer and you know put some runs on the board, and it's a game that is definitely winnable for us next year. So the, the group of us that are really committed are already um, starting to scrimmage at least once a month for the next year. Uh, so we want to we, we win this one in a year. And this job, I've had the ability to, um, I've had the privilege to be able to obviously enter a, a bunch of sports arenas and places. I've also had uh, a couple places. Duke University uh, invites the media over, and we've gotten to play in Cameron Indoor Stadium, which is obviously like a cool experience. What was it like just being in a major league baseball park and uh, and actually you know playing baseball? Uh, and I'm, I'm assuming you've been to a Nats game, and then you're sitting there uh, at the plate where you've seen professional baseball players. What was that experience like? No, I mean, just absolutely unbelievable. Of course, this is the first time I've ever been on a major league field like this. Um, and, you know, we got to do warm-ups for a, a good solid hour in the morning and then we came back later for the game but uh i mean just just you know the the, the manicured grass the you know every every stitch of of dirt you know yep. just taken care of in an amazing way it was uh it was a lot of fun to, to to do it and and it's really one of these great bipartisan things that you know a great tradition in washington and a great way to get to know my colleagues you know, the Democratic colleagues and my Republican colleagues because of because of this game. So those are the things that I really try to do and focus on 
because if you serve with 435 people, you know, you really want to build those relationships to, to get things done. And this was a great help with that. I think that's one of the things sports is great at. I play in a basketball game around here uh, with a bunch of people that uh, work in the, the bar and restaurant and service industry and some in like the music industry. And it's just cool. Uh, it's it's very similar. It's it's uh, playing sport, but also like hanging out with colleagues and staying in touch uh, in a way that's like, uh, you're not directly talking about work, but that you're building that relationship so that when you do work, uh, it can go that, go that much better. Wiley Nickel joining us. He's the representative from the 13th District. Um, I, I also saw you were proudly represent. I'll let you tell what, what minor league team you were representing at the congressional baseball game. The Mudcats. The Mudcats. I was, uh, you know, you get to pick the jersey you wear. So, um, you know, uh, representing the Mudcats, was you know a, a great a great honor so i got to wear wear the jersey and the hat and uh um yeah, no, I thought that was, was super cool. The the Bulls obviously get a lot of run in this in this area, but you don't represent them. Uh, and you know, the, a lot of people gravitate towards them because they got the movie and everything. But um, I, you know, the mud the this, this five county stadium. I you never know with congressional districts. This is not a, a political commentary. I'm just saying sometimes they're drawn in a way that it's hard to tell exactly where they lie. Does five county stadium uh, actually lie within the 13th district? There, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's so close. Yeah. Um, I don't, I mean, you've got, you know, right there in the center, but we've got all of Johnson County and it is a, it is definitely a Johnson County team. Yeah. Yeah. It, it seems like they would draw those lines like you know a little bit easier, but maybe that's a discussion we can have another time. Um, uh, another question: You were hard at work in the NHL playoffs, as were our Carolina Hurricanes, uh, because they kept winning. You kept winning. Some wagers made uh, with other congressmen that were rep- representing teams from, I believe it was the uh, New Jersey Devils, and who did we beat before that? Um, it wasn't the Islanders. Yes, the Islanders. I knew it wasn't the right. Rangers. Uh, has everybody settled up on their on their bets? Remind us what was at stake, and uh, you got some good eats or something for those first two uh, rounds. Yeah, no, no. I, I wanted to get behind my canes, and um, you know, part of DC. It's just nice to get to to have some fun with your colleagues. So we we bet um, uh, some great White Swan, uh, Eastern North yes. Carolina vinegar based barbecue against. Uh, uh, my colleague Anthony D'Esposito from Long Island. He wagered Long Island pizza. He has not paid up yet, okay. but he says he will. Um, and then, and then the next round, we beat the Devils. And my colleague Rob Menendez, we bet uh, um, uh, New Jersey bagels with him. It was was what he put up against our barbecue, and and he delivered. Um, and then I lost to uh, Jared Moskowitz from Florida with the Panthers bet, uh, and uh, we we delivered up some great. Uh, um, you know, Eastern North Carolina barbecue to his office and, uh, um, and had a lot of fun with him. I hope they choked on it. They were kind of annoying. They, he was a little bit of a, uh, of a pest about it. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, of course. I hope you enjoyed it. One of the cool things about White Swan growing up in this area, you know, they, they serve it at, uh, there's several, like, gas stations that sort of have a White Swan on the side. And I was always, okay. like, at one point growing up, I was like, do they make all this barbecue at a gas station? And then you come to find out right there, I'm trying to think exactly where it's near. It's near the uh, the country club of Johnson County. There's like a big white swan, and that's where they do a bunch of the cooking, and then they send it out to to the outposts. Um, wanted to ask you about something that isn't necessarily directly federal legislation, but here in North Carolina, uh, it's been recent big talk, and I know you uh, talk with people in your party and, and people who work uh, at the state level, and you yourself uh, were a state senator at one point. 
uh, North Carolina just passed a gambling law that'll go into effect next year. Um, do you have, are, do you get consulted on things like that? Um, is that a, um, is, is federal gambling laws, are those things that are questioned? And, and how do you feel about the law that North Carolina just passed recently to legalize gambling at the state level? Yeah, no, no. I, I was a, a supporter of that bill um, when when I was in the state Senate. We didn't quite get it over the finish line um, before I was elected to Congress, but we did in this session. Governor Cooper signed it. And, you know, I, I mean, people have all sorts of opinions about this stuff, but people are going to be online gambling. And by, by regulating North Carolina, we can get those tax dollars back to do things like, you know, put that money into, you know, our, our – public universities, amateur sports, gambling addiction, education and treatment. And, you know, we can, you know, make sure that we get those tax dollars. And if, you know, our, our constituents, our North Carolinians get, get ripped off, you know, they've got a recourse where they can get, get their money back too. And, and if they're doing it with some shady overseas group, um, good luck with that. I a hundred percent agree. I think gambling is something that's sort of like alcohol where, uh, I don't think it necessarily makes our society better to have it, but I think uh, as a free society, you uh, embrace these things and say, this is a thing that's being done. Let's figure out how to legislate it, make it as safe as possible, educate people, and then, like you said, make people or make sure people are being treated safely as they do it. I think that's uh, sort of a measure of, um, of how a good society runs. So I, um, I think there are things that are changed. Th- th- there are things that will happen that people will point to and say, this is terrible, but uh, as you said, Hey, many of those things are already happening. They'll just be um, highlighted in different ways. So um, I, I, just a general question for you. I know you're not new to politics. Like you said, you've been a state senator. Uh, you, you've worked for other politicians. Um, but now this is your first run as a U.S. congressman. Uh, what's been the most surprising thing to you in the first, what are we at, about six months now of, uh, of your tenure serving uh, representing the 13th District? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's been an amazing first six months. Um, you know, I, I I think kind of two things. You know, number one, um, you know, you, you have some of these really um, outrageous personalities on the far left and right, and they're not like that in, in private. Um, a lot of it is just for show. That's been kind of a weird part of it. But the thing that I, I really kind of grab onto is, is how much of a, an amazing relationship I've had with the people that I serve with. You have just some truly amazing people on the left, the right, love their country, want to do all they can to help their constituents. And, uh, you know, when, when, you know, for mo- most of the time, you know, it's a very, you know, very, very civil place where you've got people who really just focused on getting things done. Um, what's your favorite lunch place in Washington, D.C.? You know, mainly I just stay on the hill, so we don't we don't get off a lot. Um, you know, so people kind of bring us food. Good answer. Um, Good answer. Too to um, working too hard to take a lunch. I love it. I love it. it. <laughs> what about what about back in uh, back home in in uh, at home? What's your what's your favorite lunch spot uh, around here? Well, you know, today I'm in Selma, and uh, we're uh, um, doing a town hall. So we, we're you know we do I go in all throughout this district, and uh, you know do open events, but. Selma's today. I, I like I said, you know, I'm excited to to go hit the White Swan uh, for some barbecue when I'm in Smithfield later. Excellent. So that's, I mean, that, that's what we do so well is barbecue, and uh, I, you know, that's 
one of the best things that ever got out here. Stick to the good stuff. Uh, we are we are heard across the state, uh, but we originate from Raleigh, and yeah, there are a bunch of new barbecue places that have popped up. All right, we'll let you go because I know you got a town hall and other things to do. But before we do, I want you to play one quick game with us for the. Uh, it, it's tied to the congressional baseball game. Now, don't get mad at your press person because you'll be like, hey, they didn't tell me I was going to play a game. This is an all luck game. There's no so there's no skill involved. It's just for fun. We're going to play a game called Is This an 1800s Congressman from North Carolina or an 1800s Baseball Player? I'll give you a ridiculous name. you got to guess which one it is. So, again, this is not a history. It's just ridiculous names. You tell us what it is. Are we ready, Victoria? I'm... All right. Are you ready, Wiley? Let's, let's do it. All right. Chubb Collins. Is Chubb Collins an 1800s congressman from North Carolina or an 1800s baseball player? It's got to be a baseball player. Of course it is. Everyone knows that Charles Augustus Chubb Collins was a Canadian professional baseball player. He also was a politician, though. Later served as mayor of Dundas, Ontario, after playing for the Buffalo Bisons, Indianapolis Hoosiers, and Detroit Wolverines. You're one for one. You're a genius. All right. Next up. Adam Gold here with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Are most of your clients hands-on or they just give you their money and let it work for them? About 90% give the money and then we meet every year and go through status reports, have a financial pit stop, making sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Marmaduke Williams. Is Marmaduke Williams an 1800s baseball player or 1800s congressman? I mean, I, I want to say baseball, but I feel like I got to say congressman. He's smart. He's smart. It'd be, it would be mean to go back-to-back baseball players on the congressman. So he's correct. Marmaduke Williams is. Uh, he was a Democratic-Republican U.S. congressman from North Carolina from 1803 to 1809, born in Caswell County. He studied law and was, was admitted to the North Carolina Bar, as were you, I believe. You're also a member of the North Carolina Bar, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, you're already a winner. Let's see if you can go three for three. We've we've had one of each, so he won't have the advantage of being like, well, it's got to it's gotta be this one, right? Uh, this is one of my favorite names on there. Walter Freshwater Pool. Is Walter Freshwater Pool an 1800s baseball player or 1800s congressman? It's definitely a congressman. Three for the, this guy is smart. This is somebody you want working for you, North Carolina. <laughs> Poole was born in, at Elm Grove near Elizabeth City, Pasquotank, North Carolina in 1850. He was, of course, the nephew of John Poole, who was also a Republican U.S. Senator from North Carolina. So he came from a political family. But, yes, I just love the name. And that's not a nickname. It is Walter F. Poole, Walter Freshwater Poole, United States Representative from North Carolina. Congratulations, Congressman Wiley Nickel. You are a winner. Um, we got um, great prizes in the terms of good vibes. Uh, but have a great town hall down there in Selma. Appreciate the hard work you and all your colleagues do for us and the U.S. Health Representatives. Work hard this year so you can go get them next year in the baseball game. And thanks for the time today on the Adam Gold Show. Any Anytime. Great talking to you.
Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medications secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc.